Hey. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm talking to the audience okay. yet again. Gotcha. But also, how are you? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the exercise workout this morning. Oh, yeah. We did strength exercises. I mean, obviously, they're interested in our workout regimen. So obviously. We're going to take <laughs> this you through This is an exercise everything. podcast. This right. is a lifestyle. Welcome to Legendary, where we help you get fit. Become living legends. <laughs> Wait, legendary muscles. No, it's been on the nose. A little bit. Like, yeah. yeah, so, you know, we just, you know, half killed ourselves with exercising this morning. It was good, though. I feel good. I should mention we are normally sedentary folk. Very. I, my, my personal role model is the three-toed sloth. <laughs> I try to think that I embody the principles of the great sloth mm. and their kind. I I connect with potatoes on a spiritual level. <laughs> the couch potato. The couch potato. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you hear my stomach grumbling, that's my entire body protesting at the unnecessary activity this morning. Also because I did not have sustenance. Yeah, we haven't eaten. So This was a great era. If one of us passes out, the other is just going to carry on reading their story in different voices. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, well, uh... Wait, wait, I stop, have else stop, to tell stop, you. stop, stop. Why, why is one voice that low? <laughs> Are you saying I have a very low voice? Yeah, yeah, you have a man voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you got some stories? Some things to say? Um, well, not really. I mean, it, it's mostly just exercising. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I think I'd just like to say, I feel good that we've started being healthier, you know? Yeah, it's important to keep healthy, especially in the lockdown. Uh, it's no excuse to stay on your butt, I guess. Although, honestly I mean, speaking, no, staying no, on my butt is what yeah. I would have been doing even if we weren't in lockdown. No judgment at all. Right? If you're going to stay on your butt, go for it. I don't really feel like there should be an obligation on you to... You know, no, get up your ass and go get moving. Let's not be so you're die. <laughs> what if you were really healthy before the lockdown and then lockdown you just like crash because you don't know what do. Yeah, that's it's okay. dangerous. That's how you get depression, heart disease, yeah, that's, that's true. marriage, Ma- marriage slash divorce. <laughs> a lot of people getting divorced. Apparently, I, I saw that there's been an increase in the number of divorces filed. They have also been home an increase in weddings, though, because people have been stuck together and they're like, "Oh, hey, we kind of like each other. Yeah, maybe we should just get married." Or maybe they're just so bored. They're like, "You know what we should do today? Why don't we get married?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty. How are you? Okay, yeah, I'm feeling good as well. You look good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Are you flirting with me? No, that'd be gross. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Too much. It's okay, it was an automatic reaction to you. Like, <laughs> thank you. Too many ancient legends. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I'll have to say, I've been, um, I've been feeling pretty good. We went live with Legendary Ooh, recently. Oh, and uh, yeah, we're a bundle of nerves, mm-hmm. but we're also happy we did it, and we're really happy about the response that we've gotten from um, friends and family mostly. And we are looking forward to getting more listeners. So yeah. please, also, also, uh, we've gotten some a lot of support from other from fellow podcasters, which was really encouraging as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see people looking out for each other in the podcasting community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all I could say is, in the immortal words of Lily Singh. If you like it, subscribe! <laughs> okay, let's get started. It's my turn. Yeah, I'm ready. 
are you though? Yeah, you could be, you've been talking about this for a bit, and now I'm just like really pumped for it. Yeah, I'm my own hype man. So it better not be about like you know legendary turds or something. Although, <laughs> if you have a story about turds, I want to hear it. What is that? Oh, I cancel whole plane. Wow. We cancelled air travel. Go home. At least I think we did. Maybe it's a private plane. Oh, private jet. Maybe it's the president. Hello, Mr. President. Mr. President, hi. Can you please not send 70,000 troops to crush us in our beds? I mean, I don't think that's his plan. Oh, they will. There's 70,000 troops no, no, that I've I don't think they're going to crush us in this right now in our beds. I don't know, it's just a bit scary. I have to say, the whole thing is feeling very um, apocalyptic. It is, but I can kind of get what he's saying, because, I mean, there's something a lot of looting in Cape Town and stuff like that, so... Yeah, guys, a second PSA. Don't be idiots. Yeah, like, when you crash into glass, you could get cut, <laughs> but also don't steal stuff. Yeah, there's, there's no reason to be criminal just because suddenly we're you know, all cooped up in our houses and shops are unminded, security companies are not active. You know what? Actually, it's a perfect time to loot things. <laughs> BRB, we're going to go steal things from a bank. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not. What the hell? <laughs> don't announce it on air. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to do it, do it quietly. <laughs> I mean, this is not going well. <laughs> okay, tell me okay. your stories. I'm sorry. In the true spirit of lockdown procrastinating, oh, which I go. did mention. Oh, we go with the procrastinating. Previously. I'm going to start with a recipe oh. by Grillo de Givry, or de Givry. Not sure how to say that. Mm. From the book Witchcraft, Magic and Alchemy. Okay, right, I remember. Take the right or left hand of a felon who is hanging from a gibbet beside a highway. Wrap it in part of a funeral pole. Oh, wait, wait. You're actually, like, chopping off a hand? Yep. Okay. And so wrapped, squeeze it well. Oh, oh no. Then put it into an earthenware vessel with zimat, nitre, salt, and long peppers. Yeah. The whole well powdered. Leave it in this vessel for a fortnight, then take it out and expose it to full sunlight during the dog days until it becomes quite dry. Mm. If the sun is not strong enough, put it in an oven with fern and bourbon. Next, make a kind of candle from the fat of the gibbeted felon, virgin wax, sesame, and pony, and use the hand glory as a candlestick to hold this candle when lighted. What the fuck? So, in case it's not patently obvious, today I'm talking about... The Hand of Glory. Ah. Uh-huh. Just one question before you continue. What exactly is virgin wax? Yeah, so there's a lot of questions I have to say. There were words here like zimat, bourbon. I have no idea. I have to say, as disgusting as it was, it sounded like it was really garnished and like lots of herbs going on. Maybe it actually smelled like it. Yeah, it's a Mediterranean recipe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) No, that's bullshit. (laughs) So, no, I don't know what half of those things are. I do know that Pony is a word for horse dung, apparently. It there's turns. Yeah, there you go. Oh my goodness. Legendary, the podcast where we talk about horse turns. <laughs> okay. So Hand of Glory, aka the spookiest body part known to mankind. Okay. Tales of the Hand of Glory date back to the sixteen hundreds, with books like The Petit Albert and the Compendium Maleficarum, <laughs> Maleficarum. <laughs> which is a Witchfinder's Manual published in 1608. I of think course, it's, it's very um, famous. Mm. Some people might also know it as the Malleus Maleficarum. <laughs> it was basically your all-in-one handbook to how to find and 
persecute a witch. Mm-hmm. A little bit like a travel guide yeah, in yeah. the modern day. Sure. You know, lonely planets. <laughs> the hand itself is a dried or sometimes pickled hand of a hanged man. <laughs> Why did you have to say pickled? Yeah, it was. It was sometimes dunked in vinegar. If the man was hanged for murder, the so-called guilty hand must be used. So, I mean, people were often, or rather, in a majority, right-handed. So then, oh, I see, I see. Okay. So, in the case of murder, most often it was the right hand that was used. Otherwise, typically, the left hand was severed. In some stories, the hand is actually that of a dead child. Oh, no. So no. That's grim. Come on, man. I don't eat anything. I have empty stomach. <laughs> well, then it's great. I'm not feeling very You well can right just now. dry heave over me. <sighs> so the name itself is a bit of a misnomer. It's derived from the French Mère de Glore. Excuse my pronunciation. It sounds fancy to me. But, yep. I mean, it's, it's convincing you, so that's mm. all I need in this life. <laughs> Which is itself a kind of Chinese whispers version of the word mandragore. Or, as Harry Potter fans will know it, Mandrake. Okay, now I'm with you. Uh, for those who aren't actually Harry Potter fans, uh, a Mandrake is a kind of human-shaped plant root that has a lot of significance in folklore. Basically, Mandragore became Mel de Glore, which translates okay. into yeah. Hand of Glore. Gotcha. Various magical properties have been attributed to the Hand of Glory. Hey, I was going to say it like that. <laughs> yes, Hand it of Glory. Must be said. Hmm, Can you put like a like a thunder noise after every time you say it? <laughs> Most common is the classic two-in-one candle and hand special, in which a candle is made from the dead criminal's body fat and placed in the hand. Mm-hmm. This supposedly freezes in place anyone in the vicinity, except the person holding the hand, like the most fucked up game of red light, green light ever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's pretty useful also. So basically, you light up the candle... Um, there's also a version in which anyone who's sleeping in the house falls into a coma immediately. Oh, okay. And so, as you can tell, it's especially attractive to thieves. Right. They would find it especially useful. Uh, in other stories, the hair of the felon, whose hand has been mm-hmm. severed, is used as the candle's wick, and the candle then grants light only to the holder of the hand. Alternatively, it may also unlock doors. Oh. Or burn brightly in the presence of treasure. Ooh. I know. So, I don't know about you, but I might be warming up to the idea of this very strange curio. You know, it started out as a kind of grim souvenir, but it turned into a very useful piece of equipment. Mm, Particularly if you're a looter. I kind of like (laughs) how they don't... uh... Like, they don't waste anything, you know, they got the meth, they got the hand, they got the hair. Yeah, all they need now is the toenail clippings. And the teeth. And the underarm odor. Okay. <laughs> and you're all And set. you ask me again. <laughs> anyway, the Petit Albert that I mentioned before does provide some counteracting recipes to the power of the Hand of Glory. Okay. You want to hear about them? Mm, definitely. Okay, apparently, if you take the gall of a black cat and rub it along your door frame and window panes, Along with the fat of a white hen and the blood of a screech owl, you will be protected from the hand's magic. Okay, um, I'm not gonna kill any cat, thank you. You know, again, the black cat thing. What do people have against black cats? Yeah, yeah, it definitely taps into the, um, old, uh, well, actually, come to think of it, this is the time of witchcraft, so it does work very much with the Mm, idea of black cats are familiars. And then you also have the fat of a white hen, which I assume uh, means virtue, okay. and then blood of a screech owl. I mean, I'm speculating here, mm-hmm. but I think it that's probably right. what that means. Uh, so, I know that we haven't eaten anything, but if any of our listeners are eating at the moment, <laughs> you're welcome. 
So according to Atlas Obscura, it was common in Europe for the hand of a criminal to be displayed in public, mm. supposedly to prevent further crime. I mean, I can see how that would work, to be honest. It's quite a strong deterrent. Yeah. If you kind of walk into church and, you know, bingo, mm. there's a hand. I'm so sorry. Did you say where this was? Yeah, Europe. Sorry. Okay. In the 1600s. Right. Got you. Apparently, you can still go see the severed arm of a thief displayed in a church in Prague. Yep. So, add that to your honeymoon plans. <laughs> yeah. Real romantic. Oh, honey, it's so romantic. The severed arm of a thief. <laughs> I'll leave the best for you, dear. <laughs> and that will be our binary gender roleplay for today. <laughs> Another famous example is of a centuries-old English pub named the Haunch of Venison. Ooh, I like that. Which, can I just say, the best name for an English pub ever. I want to go there. I mean, it already okay. makes you hungry. The Haunch of Venison. Okay, I am hungry. Well, it makes you more hungry. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you just salivating for a haunch of venison? I can I make it so weird. <laughs> That's because I'm the head honcho. Oh, uh, no. Here we go. There's the first pun of the episode. Ding, ding. Okay, the haunch of venison located in Wiltshire. Here you can find the hand of a cursed gambler. Mm. Apparently the hand was um, detached from the man. Of course. After he was caught cheating at whist. I imagine he gazed somewhat wistfully at his bloody stump what after that. Fact? Second pun, so soon ding, after ding. the first. <laughs> I thought that one was much better. Thank you. Thank you. It's improving. The hand was discovered during renovation to the pub in the early 1900s. Oh, hashtag awkward. <laughs> I know. And after being put on display, it was stolen from its glass cabinet in hmm. 2010. So clearly, even in the modern day, people put a lot of store by this hand legend. Hmm. I mean, especially thieves. As you might well yeah. understand. Then in 1905, the hand of a perjurer was found in North Rhine-Westphalia in Germany. Mm -hmm. Again by some workers who found the hand encased in limestone. These poor workers. <laughs> I have to say, my heart Hands goes everywhere. out to blue-collar workers right now. Yeah. Because the things that they encounter in walls or, or you, you know, know the in glass dead cases. bodies that they probably find. Right? Ish. And imagine, you're just, you know, busy... Chipping at some paint or something, and next thing, a disembodied hand. <laughs> just sort of flies out at you. You know, just uh -huh. a pickled hand. Gross. So apparently this hand, the one found in Germany, belonged to a man that had broken an oath, although the owner of the hand is not known. Mm -hmm. The hand was displayed later in St. Brigida's Catholic Church. Okay. So I gotta say, I don't know if Catholic churches got discounts on these same hands, <laughs> because, I mean, they seem to obtain a lot of them. I mean, maybe it's, you know, like, good luck, or what of bad evil spirits or something. I think it was also, again, as a deterrent, so that when mm. you came in for your Sunday church service, you saw the hand, and you were like, right, it's sin to steal, let me not do that. Probably didn't work, though. Well, anyway, I'm just saying, Catholic churches got kinky for seven hands. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Unfortunately, yet again, the hand was stolen in 2012. Sorry, I suddenly thought about Stalin. Should have said German bread. Sorry, but no, it was not Stalin. Okay. It was a hand. It's a German bread, German cake. German and something. it was stolen. Can you focus? I'm sorry, I'm hungry. I realize <laughs> that you haven't eaten, but like, you need to bring your mind I'm back. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm here. here, I'm here. You're here. I'm present. A rather famous hand of glory resides at the Whitby Museum in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, the fingertips of all five fingers must be lit. 
What? Since apparently if one of the fingers doesn't light when you go into someone's home, it means that someone in the house is still awake. So I don't know if it corresponds to a particular family member. It's like, oh, the index finger is not lighting. I guess that means Joey is still awake. (laughs) I'd hate to be the middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) That little twat. (laughs) Go the fuck to sleep, middle finger child. (laughs) You know, middle finger children are always they, getting the worst they rap. They never ashamed. Yeah, <laughs> As a middle child, I can attest. <laughs> I would be the middle finger. You would. I mean, especially if someone wanted to come into my house and put me to sleep. I'm like, bitch, I'm way ahead of you. I'm already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can come in and steal anything. I'm already practically in a coma. <laughs> oh, man. Interestingly... The hand kept at the Whitby Museum is accompanied by a manuscript from 1823 that provides an alternative recipe for creating a hand of glory. Oh. Are you interested? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Procrastinating continues. There we go. It must be cut from the body of a criminal on the gibbet, so that mm-hmm. part is the same as previous, pickled in salt and the urine of a man, woman, dog, horse, and mare. Wait, all of those? Or just and or? No, it's all of them. Those, I mean, I think it would be weird to consider any of those interchangeable. Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, you have to get a horse and a mare, which are apparently different things. I, I was under the impression a mare is a female horse. I mean, maybe they meant male horse with horse. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I assume you take the samples separately and you're not just trying to get them all to pee in one jar. <laughs> it's like, all right, everyone, Line gather up. around, <laughs> gather around, now piss in this cup. <laughs> Can you imagine the dog just watching in horror as the horse pees? <laughs> I feel particularly bad for the the woman and the mare. It's like, can I get more space, please? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so the urine, mm-hmm. then smoked with herbs and hay for a month, oh. hung on an oak tree for three nights running, then laid at a crossroads, then hung on a church door for one night while the maker keeps watch in the porch. Mm. And if it be that no fear hath driven you forth from the porch, then the hand be true one, and it be yours. Oh, okay. It also be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, after a few, how many months? Um, let me see. Herbs and hay for a month. And for a month. Yeah. Okay. Then hang on an oak tree for three nights. Then hang on a church door yeah, for I'm one sure night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would have started decomposing. Well, I mean, it's been pickled. Oh, right. Remember, right. And the salt and the Got piss. You. Oh, right. <laughs> so that preserves things quite well, huh? Yeah, apparently. Mm. So that's the Whitby Museum manuscript. It's alternative um, recipe. It's a little bit older. It's from 1823 versus the other one, the Petit Albert, I think, is from the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so now you know how to make a hand of glory. Don't do not do it. Well, For one thing, how are you going to get a doctor? I mean, actually, do it and tell us if it works because I'm really interested. Yeah, but, um, you know, I don't think there's, like, felons hanging around waiting for their hands to get cut off. Are there any countries in which people are still hanged for their crimes? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. Well, if you know of such a country, journey to that country, cut off that left hand or right hand if he's a murderer of the felon, Mm -hmm. and then follow one of these recipes, or rather, do three do recipe one, recipe two, and then have like a control group hand. Mm-hmm. So you need three hands. And then tell us which one works. We'd love to know. Email us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Look, man, tis the season for looting. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I need that hand of glory. Oh, looking at you, Kip Toonies. <laughs> Interestingly, the hand of glory pops up in a number of pop culture references. Mm. Can you think of one? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if they meant to reference hand of glory, but the first thing came to mind was that hand in Harry Potter. Yes. That wasn't really. Yes, 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 exactly. Chamber yes. of Secrets? Yeah. Uh, yes. Nocturne Avenue. Yeah. Was it, it Chamber of Secrets? Yep. I'm pretty sure it was Chamber of Secrets, where Harry ends up accidentally in Nocturne oh, Alley, yeah, 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 and he goes into Bolton and Bucks. Yeah, and then he touches the hand, and it like clamps over his wrist. Incidentally, I'm pretty sure the first jump scare in that series. I don't think mm. that there were others. And I remember, because I was like 10 years old, sitting in a big You're dark... Like, no! Uh, <laughs> yeah, a big dark cinema. And I jumped pretty <laughs> far. I was like, oh god. <laughs> I was not expecting that. So yeah. Uh, it comes up in the movies and also in the books. It actually plays quite a big role. I mean, no spoilers, oh, no spoilers. Oh, come on. It like, we came out ages ago. Well, no, but man, there's still people. people. But, yeah, That's true. There's still people who haven't. True. Oh, yeah, it. it does. And doesn't it actually follow like, some of the stuff? The lining up and stuff? I don't want to say it because you said no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the properties of the Hand of Glory do actually correspond with oh, yeah. the uh, folklore. Okay. So kudos to J.K. Rowling for doing her research then. Mm. I mean, she is classicist. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Then another uh, place where the Hand of Glory has uh, been referenced is uh, Marvel Comics. I think it was used by uh, the villain Hela from Thor. Oh, okay. I think people will remember from the third Thor movie. Mm. But in, in the movie? She not, in no, the not in the movie, in the oh, comics. Okay. And then also DC's The Invisibles, which I haven't oh, heard of, but I have totally them, get on. But I, I, didn't, I didn't know about them. So, yeah, that's the Hand of Glory. Awesome. I can see a picture. Yep. Ew. Oh, gosh, guys. It looks... Honestly, you know what it reminds me of? Wait, what's that vegetable? Um, a I, dried I up... What's Eggplant. No, no. It's a... It even looks like a hand, the vegetable I'm talking about. Oh, man. Okra? Isn't that known as ladies' fingers or something? Maybe, but I'm thinking, thinking of some type of Honestly, turnip. to me, it looks like a dried up banana peel sitting in a wooden box. Yeah, so it's it's kind of... The, the fingers are, are white, almost like the container in a white glove. Right. And like those old gloves. And then the top of the hand is, is just black, guys. You know, so it's blackening. And the fingernails are disgusting. Oh. Well, anyway, we will uh, post a picture of this on our Instagram yeah. for your viewing so pleasure. So you guys can also dry heave with this. <laughs> right. Get ready to throw up your lunch. <laughs> My sources for today were Atlas Obscura, TheLineup.com, and... You guessed it. Wiki Wikipedia. That's right. Yeah, that's so that's me. Awesome. That was great. Alright, so I too have a tale of glory. Oh, is it the same one? Because that would be awkward. But no, this is that's way too early. I mean, it's late for me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, haha, jokes on you. The hand of glory is actually much older than you thought. Oh, I don't know, actually. I should find out, but I doubt it somehow. Okay. No, no. I I'm going to tell you the legend, the myth, the curse of yeah, Ambari's yeah, yeah, ring. It. Wait, sorry. How I... dare you interrupt <laughs> me while I was about... You know what? That's it. This is demo over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can you take it from the top? Did I interrupt you? I tell yes, you what. several times. Oh, yeah, true. But I mean, I'm cute when I do it. Okay, say it again. The curse of what? The curse of Andvari's ring. Ooh, I've never heard of this. Okay, okay. So, this is a Norse legend, 
And the main source that we have is from a text called the Volsunga Saga, which is actually written in Icelandic and contains myths revolving around the Volsung clan, a legendary clan from Norse myth. So the text itself, I think, was written in the 1300s, but it refers to, like, probably ancient myths. Okay. Okay, so. The legend goes that one day... Odin, the all-father of the Norse gods, Loki, the trickster god, and Hunur, god of silence, spirit, spirit, <laughs> spirituality, spirituality, and poetry, uh, were taking a stroll, as gods do, when they came across an otter with the most beautiful fur they've ever seen. Oh, please tell me they don't have sex with the otter. You no, okay. I understand that the previous episodes were a little weird. Yeah, I've been scarred for life. But I don't have bestiality like... in every one of my stories. <laughs> Oh, you don't? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. So the gods decided that they wanted the fur so badly that Loki killed it with a stone. Oh. And they skinned it. Ew. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, they soon found out that they'd made a terrible error. When yeah, they arrived. They killed an otter. That's an error in itself. I mean, you know, those days, animals were killed a lot. Mm. Without much thought. So they arrived at King, uh, I think it's Hreidmar's home, and this is the king of the dwarves, and they showed off the skin to him, like, you know, it's so beautiful, look at what we did. Unfortunately, Hreidmar instantly recognized the skin and furiously accused him of murder. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> because it turns out, the otter had actually been Hreidmar's son. Oh, damn. And get this, do you know what his name is? Do you know what the son's name is? Hreidmar Jr. No, no. Okay. Otter. Otter? O-T-R. So is he still an otter? <laughs> I couldn't. I'm sorry. Otter the otter. Well, that seems like an extreme failure of imagination. <laughs> um, who had obviously shapeshifted into an otter. Again, as gods do. Oh, shit. So, Hreidmer and his other two sons, Fafnir and Regan. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, by the way. Damn, I was so sure his other two sons were going to be Beaver and Gerbil. <laughs> um, so, his other two sons imprisoned Odin and Hunur, and sent Loki to get a ransom in order to make up for the mud of Otter. They instructed Loki to take Otter's Otter skin, stuff it with gold, and then cover that skin with red gold. Okay. I don't really know why they wanted to stuff the sun. Like, it's a bit strange. What's red gold? I don't know. Maybe they mean like molten gold, like they popped to pour gold over him. Oh, interesting. Game of Thrones style. Yeah, kind of. Now, because Loki is always too low-key for his own good. <laughs> he decided to use his opportunity to get up to some mischief. Sure. Instead of using his own gold, he decided to go to another dwarf named Anvari, who was very, very rich. He was unvary, very rich. Yeah! <sighs> number Call three. Number three. Ding, ding! <laughs> Anvari lived under a waterfall and could shapeshift into a fish. All these guys can just shapeshift. Right. Well, that's cool. Do others eat fish, by the way? Uh, I think so. That would be awkward. Okay. Aside from his large amount of treasure, Anvari also possessed a magical ring named Anvaranaut, which he had used to accumulate his wealth. Loki then came up with a plan. He watched Anvari and waited until he had shifted into a pike. Loki then trapped him in a net and forced him to give up his gold and the ring. However, Anvari then cursed the money and the ring to destroy anyone who holds the gold and wears the ring. Oh no. Loki wasn't really bothered though, because he knew he wasn't going to keep it for himself. Right. So he was like, hey, this is all going according to plan. Uh, once Loki, Odin, and Hunar are let free, Fafnir becomes 
possessive over the ring and treasure and kills his father in order to obtain it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on him, though, because <laughs> he's got a cursed ring. Oh, yeah. Fafner soon becomes greedy and obsessed. He goes into the wild and transforms into a dragon, guarding his treasure and the ring from his brother, Regan. Or oh, Regan, who knows? Wait, this is a new brother. So remember the, so remember, um, uh, Ragnar had two sons, Fafner right. and Regan? Oh, right, 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 sorry. Yeah, my bad. No. I was too busy making jokes to pay attention to you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so one is, um, what did you say, Beaver and Jobel. So Beaver goes into the forest and uh-huh. becomes a dragon, and that makes uh, Jobel very upset. Now I'm following. Okay, I'm just going to fight them like that then. So uh, Jobel becomes very jealous and persuades the hero Sigurd to kill uh, Beaver. <laughs> this is very hard. It's <laughs> fine. You can just use their normal <laughs> names. Fluffy and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so he persuades the hero Sigurd to kill his brother in order to avenge their father's murder, which is not really the reason. He also wants the treasure in the ring. Yeah, nobody seems to really care about their father. Half not. Friedmar. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Sigurd succeeds, and also drinks some of Fafner's dragon blood, which then grants him the power to understand birds. That's completely random, but also cool. It it does become relevant. Okay. Somehow. So uh, some random birds pop up and tell Sigurd that, like, well, okay, you better like watch out because Regan's going to become corrupted by the ring and try to kill you. Right. So Sigurd is like, what the fuck? And then he beheads Regan oh. and takes the treasure and ring for himself. Okay, so the treasure has now gone to a third person. Yeah, from Envari to Raidmar to Fafna to Regan to Sigurd. Okay. That's where we are right now. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm with you. Sigurd then hears that uh, there's a shield maiden called Brunhilda, who has been condemned by Odin to sleep eternally, unless a warrior is brave enough to scale a wall of fire and enter the area in which she was sleeping. Hmm. Sigurd manages to do this, and Brynhilda wakes up. He then organizes her marriage to his brother-in-law, King Gunnar, and they all live happily ever after. Is that a trick, or do they actually live happily ever after? No, it's a trick. It's Norse mythology. Ha, I know. <laughs> Let's be real here. Also, you know it's Norse mythology when there are already, like, 200 characters in the story. Right, right. So can you keep up? Who did I just mention? No idea. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's recap. Sigurd rescues Brynhilda, and he then marries her to his brother-in-law, King Gunnar. Right. Okay. This is Norse myth, so it ends in tragedy. Sigurd then gives the ring to his own wife, Gudrun, who is Gunnar's sister, um, because he doesn't know that the ring is cursed. He just thinks it's a pretty gift, you know. Oh, man. So Gudrun soon falls under the sway of the ring, and it somehow plants the idea that Sigurd and Brynhilda are engaged in an affair. Which, to be fair, probably happened. I mean, he's the one who did all the work scaling the wall of fire and everything. I have to say, I was a bit like, wait, so you did all of that and then you married her to your brother-in-law? Well, it's because he was already married, so he was like, well, I can't get married to her. I'm just saying, your brother-in-law is the one who should have scaled the wall of fire. <laughs> he was a good guy, was a I good mean, guy. what is this, dial a hero? <laughs> dial a hero? I want to do that. Uh, Gudrun then manages to organize the deaths of Sigurd and Brynhilda. Somehow. They don't really go into detail on that. Her brother King Gunnar then realizes that something is wrong with the treasure and the ring and hides it all away in a cave where it stayed for many years, soon forgotten. Ooh, very Lord of the rings Keep that in mind. Many years later, Anvari... Remember Anvari? Anvari is... Uh, 
Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Shit. Maybe I should have done this with a PowerPoint or something. <laughs> so Anvari is the guy who, who owned all this treasure and the ring in the first place. Remember the pike guy? Oh, right, right, right. It's trapped right. in a net. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fish face. I got you. Fish face. So he discovers the cave and finds his stolen gold, but not his ring. It is then said that he spends the rest of his life wandering around trying to find his ring. Why doesn't he just make another fucking ring? I don't think he made it in the first place. Oh. Okay. I think he somehow went to receive it. So this is actually inspiration for JK, uh, JK, <laughs> for J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Ring theory. Oh, mm-hmm. for reals? Mm-hmm. And they're dwarves and everything. Oh my god. Yeah, so what we have it here is Anvari is Gollum. So just to be clear, has um, Odin, Loki, and... Oh no, they pissed off Anvar. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were just like, here's your money, bye. Because Loki probably told them, like, let's get the hell out of here before something happens to us. Because, gotcha. I mean, they're, they're, they're cleverer. So, yeah, so, like, the whole trying into a dragon, that's where we get, um, oh, what's the dragon's name? Smaug. Right. Smaug. And then Hridemar is, like, that old king of the dwarves that gets possessed by, what's his name? Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. What is his name? Um, isn't it Thorin's father or something? Yeah, whatever that guy's name is. So, he's that guy. Right. And then remember his son, his son also Thorn, wasn't it Thorn? Thorn. Yeah, yeah, he also gets kind of obsessed with it, and he oh, doesn't want to let go of the power and that thing. I get you. So there we have that. Durin, isn't? Durin. Durin. Yeah, I think so. The old dwarf king. Yeah. And then I'm not entirely sure who Sigurd is supposed to be, but I mean, this is just inspiration. Mm. So that was that. It wasn't really funny. So sorry, guys. But I mean, it was more just a tale. Wait, so a tale around the campfire. Wait, that's it? So he just wanders around looking for the ring and that's the end of the myth? Oh yeah, he has to try to find his precious. Yeah. My precious! The Norse weren't people for a satisfying ending, were they? No, no, it, it's very... It's sort of just like, oh, that's it. Well, what happens with King What's-His-Face and and the lady who was um, his sister who was bewitched Oh, by I the mean, ring. I suppose he right. can't really punish her because it's his sister, so maybe he just like locks her up or something. I'm just saying, I have questions. I mean, like, there's a lot of questions. But I guess because he got rid of the ring, she was, she probably came out of the whole stupor and was like, what have I done? And then maybe she just goes off into the night in her misery. Hmm. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. King Gunnar is the smartest of all this guy. He actually realized what was going on. Took how many people to steal the ring? Like four, yeah. five, two million. Like okay. <laughs> wow, that was interesting. I like but it. Yeah. It, was it was just a short little tale. Yeah, it's a, it's a little... Um... Nighttime story, bedtime, yeah, yeah. and then they all died in a fire. Good night, Good children. Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I did offer you out. I was like, they lived happily ever after. Right? But you yeah, saw we could through have it. Ended there. You saw right through it. Uh, so my references was the Warrior Lodge dot com and of course Wikipedia. The Warrior Lodge. Yeah, it's actually a a lodge. No, no, it's actually a um from the looks of it a website where you can buy stuff. And one of those things, uh, you can buy Anvari's ring. <gasps> Not really? the actual ring, obviously. No, but what if it actually had powers? Well, uh, do you want to risk it and buy it and find out? <laughs> Listeners, buy it for us. No, no. <laughs> also, make the hand of glory. Make the hand of glory. Buy me that ring. Put the ring on the hand of glory. And then mail the whole thing to 23 Wallaby Way. <laughs> <laughs> P. Sherman, P. Sherman, Forty-two Wallaby Way, Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a little story. 
it. I liked it. Yeah, it was tame. There wasn't any bestiality, no breasts. Yeah, they just killed and skinned an otter right in the beginning. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, that was tame. Not to mention, Beaver and Gerbil got into Beaver and Gerbil. The ultimate bro fight. (laughs) But then Beaver turned into a dragon. Yeah, and then someone else drank dragon blood at some point. I'm just saying, there was a lot going on there. Yeah, there was. That's true. But I mean, I thought it was sort of a cutesy tale. Yeah, yeah, just fireside tales. I think it was about, uh, you know, Chamath and the werewolf one. <laughs> I mean, that guy peed on a tombstone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't forget that. Also on his own clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to eating lunch right now. Me too, hey? Maybe also, a bit of pickled hand on the no. side? <laughs> no. <laughs> But you don't feel like the the soothing combination of man, woman, horse, and dog <laughs> piss. It's so it it makes my slivery glands activate. But like I, I think I'm gonna pass. Right, you might just this go for time. a dry piece of toast. Yeah, that sounds good. Right about now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I feel like that was a little bit of a short episode, but it was short. It was very short. That's how it is for you guys. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, please subscribe. Follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. That's uh, LegendaryPod on Instagram mm-hmm. and at LegendaryPod1 on Twitter. Yep. Also, give us a shout out on our uh, emails. Email? On our, at our email. Just the one email. <laughs> at our email address, daylegendarypod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Tell us about all your funny stories. Tell us whether you bought the ring. Tell us whether you made the hand. Yeah, tell us whether you put the ring on the hand. Uh-huh. And then tell us what happened, because... Because honestly, we're dying to know. Yeah. And apart from that, stay safe, stay sexy, and stay legendary. Bye.